I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Kate Trinko. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Thursday, April 20th. Here are today's headlines. Today marks a victory for women's sports. The House passed the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act this morning in a 219-203 to 203 vote, but not a single Democrat voted for the bill. Kate, you have been covering this story for the Daily Signal. Thanks uh, for your willingness to cover it and to be here to talk about it. Now, the bill prohibits men from competing in women's sports. Does the bill apply to school sports, professional sports? So the bill applies to anything that is related to federal funding. Mm. So that probably will not be professional sports. Um, as longtime Daily Signal people know, I know nothing about sports. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it's mainly going to be a school thing if it passes. Okay. Um, and why did, uh, did no Democrats say that they would back this bill? So I do think it's amazing that not a single Democrat voted for the bill. Um, that really shows you where the country is at. I think, just to get out of my soapbox, that this should be a bipartisan issue, that there should be fairness in girls' sports. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, Democrats, some of them did speak out about it. Representative Robert Garcia, he's a Democrat from California, and he said, according to Fox News, House Republicans are choosing to bully and belittle trans children. And this is about attacking a small group of children, and it is shameful. Mm. So what's next for this bill? So probably death. Um, so basically to be... <laughs> that's, that's a little yeah, depressing, yeah, Kate. <laughs> that's probably a lot depressing. Sorry, people. Um, no, but this bill, the Democrats control the Senate, given how mm. the Democrats voted in the House. I think it's unlikely that enough Democrats would join Republicans to vote for Senate passage. President Biden is apparently no friend of women. His White House has already issued a statement saying he would veto it if it came on his desk. So... Um, yeah, but I think it's an important uh, marker in the sand as yeah. to where people stand on this issue. It certainly is. And thank you for your reporting on it. I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes if any of our listeners want to read it about it further. But lots more news to cover today. So, Kate, over to you. All right. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy introduced the Limit Save Grow Act of 2023 on Wednesday as the debt ceiling fight continues in the nation's capital. Republicans now officially have a plan to raise the debt ceiling. McCarthy's bill aims to rein in government spending and, of course, raise the debt ceiling. Now, McCarthy is calling on the president to act and implement the bill. President Biden has a choice. Come to the table and stop playing partisan political games. Or cover his ears, refuse to negotiate, and risk bumbling his way into the first default in our nation's history. The bill aims to cut government spending by $4.5 trillion. The White House responded to the plan today, slamming it for jeopardizing more than 100,000 green manufacturing jobs. The White House also issued a statement earlier today saying, MAGA House Republicans are holding the American economy hostage in order to take a hatchet to programs Americans rely on every day to make ends meet. Republicans have until the beginning of June to reach an agreement with the Biden administration and raise the debt ceiling. Right now, the Treasury Department is using what is called extraordinary measures to prevent defaulting on the debt ceiling. Stay tuned. A federal judge has given Republicans permission to look into the investigation against former President Donald Trump, led by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. 
Specifically, Republicans want to question former prosecutor with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, Mark Pomerantz. Pomerantz worked in the office of the Manhattan District Attorney for about a year and worked on the Trump investigation. When he left the office, he wrote a book about the investigation into Trump. After the Manhattan District Attorney's Office issued 34 charges against Trump, Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan subpoenaed Mr. Pomerantz. But then Alvin Bragg sued Jordan to keep Jordan from questioning Pomerantz. But according to the New York Times, a judge has ruled that Republicans have a constitutional right to question Pomerantz. The questioning is likely going to happen behind closed doors, and Pomerantz is allowed to refuse to answer questions that he is not authorized to answer. A supervisor at the IRS says that the Biden administration is mishandling the investigation into the president's son, Hunter Biden. The Wall Street Journal reports that a letter sent to Congress on Wednesday says a career Internal Revenue Service criminal supervisory special agent has information that would contradict sworn testimony by a senior political appointee. And according to the letter, the supervisor also has information about a failure to mitigate clear conflicts of interest in the ultimate disposition of the case. The IRS whistleblower says Hunter Biden is receiving preferential treatment in the investigation. The investigation into Hunter Biden involves his taxes and examines if he made false statements in relation to a gun purchase. The whistleblower is asking for whistleblower protections. We will keep you all informed on the situation and the investigation into Hunter Biden as it moves forward. On Wednesday night, Senator Mike Lee went to the floor of the Senate to propose a commemorative resolution to honor the legacy of the Heritage Foundation. Heritage is celebrating its 50th anniversary this week, and Lee praised the think tank in his comments. Of course, the Heritage Foundation is the parent organization of the Daily Signal. Lee said Heritage has played a significant role in furthering the conservative movement in the last 50 years. As we look back on the past 50 years, we should remember the incredible impact of the Heritage Foundation on our nation. Their legacy is one of service, and we're grateful for their unfailing commitment to our country. But Democrat Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois objected to the resolution, blocking it from passing. Durbin said the resolution violates a Judiciary Committee policy that prevents commemorative resolutions that are political in nature. Lee responded to Durbin's objection, saying Heritage has done good work and there's nothing in the resolution that commits members of the Senate to substantially embracing every policy recommendation in the Heritage Foundation's past. For now, the resolution remains blocked. Senator Tim Scott spoke today at the Heritage Foundation Leadership Summit. Our colleague Fred Lucas reported on the South Carolina Republican speech. Scott talked about his personal story growing up black in poverty in a southern state with a bad history on race and spoke about how his grandfather, even during the era of Jim Crow, believed in America. Scott said, every rung of the ladder I held onto in order to climb out of my very challenging situation, it seems today the radical left and President Joe Biden are attacking the ladder of success I used to climb. It is almost as if they created a blueprint of how to ruin America. The South Carolina senator, who is exploring running for president in 2024, also said, we understand that the seeds of greatness, not seeds of grievance, is our future. Senator Mike Lee also spoke at the Heritage Foundation's Leadership Summit, which is celebrating the conservative think tank's 50th anniversary. 
My colleague Tony Kinnett reported that Lee mocked Prince Harry, stating, I love being lectured on democracy by an actual prince. Lee pointed out the irony of the pampered great-great-grandson of King George III instructing Americans on representative democracy. He said, Americans deserve to be in charge of their own destiny and their own government. Lee also said, the federal government has a limited purpose. Think of it as a homeowner's association, but with an army. It has to cite something within its charter, its constitution to act. Lee then lambasted Congress for giving away its responsibilities over its originally outlined duties to the overreaching, eternal, bloated agencies that began tearing through the United States with President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the 1930s. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Daily Signal's Top News. And if you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. I'm going to be sitting down with Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton to get into some of the details of what's really happening on our southern border. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.